Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the reality trash TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika. And I'm Ava. And today we're going to be discussing the For the 90 Days. Yes, (laughs) I'm super excited for this one. I really enjoyed The Other Way, but I'm ready for some fresh blood. Yep, fresh meat. There we go. Except for Gino and Jasmine, that's right. <laughs> um, so just one quick hot goss that I found yesterday uh, with respect to 90 Day UK. We have confirmed at least one return from the previous season. Just one? Then, I like them all. Well, I didn't like that guy who called himself King blah, blah, blah. And he dated that chick from Philippines. Uh, I don't remember his name and I don't want to remember his name, but he was obnoxious. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll have more people. Yeah. But we had this, they're very hush hush. I find with 90 day UK, like it's not like. Did they think we weren't, we weren't going to like it? Cause we do. Oh, we do. Please. I want, I want that chick, that older chick who's like, you know, 40 years. Yeah. 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 We like, do know for sure that the chick who his name is Benny or Ben something, and she had to like give up her house. I don't know if anyone recalls based on that information. Um, they're definitely not gonna be on 90 Day UK because they broke an NDA. Oh. So they will not be on the show. Yeah. Yeah, they broke an NDA. That's why they, we never saw them again. They were only in the first okay. couple of episodes and then they were gone because oh, wow. they broke their NDA. Wow. Um, but the people that we are definitely going to be seeing is Katie and Alejandro. I'm so excited for them. I love their love story. Um, apparently she, um, he, sorry, Alejandro was actually in uh, UK for six months. And now she's going to be in Mexico for the next six months. They're not married yet, apparently, but they're figuring their stuff out. So that's it. That's the only thing I found out. It's going to be a little slower in the beginning. Hopefully we'll get some garbage on these people. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least at least Gino or Jasmine can deliver. That'd be great. (laughs) So the reason we're here, B90 season six, episode one, Moonstruck. I don't know why it's called Moonstruck. Me just, neither. I was trying to see no from the episode what I I can't. We're just Moonstruck. Oh, what is this? I, Isn't there a movie called Moonstruck with Cher? Anyways. No idea. No uh, idea. <laughs> I've saw the movie a couple times back in the day, but that was about it. Yeah. Once oh, again, we've dated ourselves. Yeah. That's great. E- yes. And <laughs> we didn't mention this in the previous episode that will that had already come out. But we just want to say rest in peace to Tina Turner. That shook my life. Yes. An icon. An absolute icon. I wasn't ready. I was not ready for that. I always want to say rest in peace to an icon, to a person that I grew up listening to, that I think a lot of people grew up listening to. Yeah. And Uh, whose biography or movie, I guess, I watched way too early. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I was really young when I saw that. And I was like, oh. All right. Angela Bassett was amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, yeah. But it's really sad to hear her beginning and how that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
We're going to bring it back up a little bit, guys. Just yeah, a little let's bit. Pick it up. Because, let's pick it up. Because there is some sadness in this episode. But we are here with Amanda. She's 31 years old and she lives in Eunice, Louisiana. Um, at the time, though, she is in uh, Ohio visiting her sister. So we find out right off the bat that she lost her husband, Jason, from cancer. He very sad. sad. He apparently was going to the doctor and saying something's wrong, doing all the tests to try and figure out what was wrong. And they just weren't finding anything. And by the time back until like eight months. Yeah, I I think no, from what I understood, the whole process of trying to find out what was going on took eight months before they finally found out that it was the type of cancer he had. Oh, okay. And by by then it was too late. It was already stage four. Stage four, yeah. And they say, like the doctor said to him, like you can have three months left with chemo. And they decided, you know, I guess it just wasn't worth it. Um, And 10 days after his diagnosis, uh, he passed away. Yeah. Very sad. Um, it's going to be really tough to make fun of her <laughs> but <laughs> with a story like oh, we'll that. Try. We'll, we'll try. try. Our, we'll try. We'll try. We'll try. She makes it quite easy already. I'm, I'm not oh, going Yeah. I, 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 there's a touchy subject that I just don't know how to deal with. <laughs> but um they've they were married for eight years it sounds like sh- this was the only person she had been with um and it's very sad to lose someone that young and Absolutely. especially when you've had children with them as well two small children yeah two small children that's that's heartbreaking so very heartbreaking we, we feel for her in that way but you yes know, that's about it <laughs> however yeah listen <laughs> the ashes of the dad in this box. Is it the ashes though? It's or is his it ashes. A, a box. Okay, because they. From what I understand, I guess my brain goes to why would you have this box that can probably easily fit a bag of ashes? That's where my mind goes. Right. You I know? assumed it was ashes in the beginning, but then when they were doing the car trip, I was like. They took it along with them. So but, it, here's what I'll maybe say. Maybe it's just the box with a picture on it. Here's what I'll say about that. I'm assuming the children are going to be staying at the aunt's house. So they have to bring the box of ashes. Jesus. So that this is really hard. This is really hard to like. We have to like tiptoe around this because we want to be sensitive. Obviously, you know, but like at the same time, it is a bit comical. Like you're traveling with these ashes and and the kids are involved in this. And this is now their new norm of, of, you know, kissing the ashes goodnight or, you know, cuddling up with the ashes in bed and traveling with the ashes. And I don't know, is it, is it a bit much? I mean, I don't want to tell somebody how to grieve and how to deal with, you know, certain things, Yeah, but it's like, is, is, is this okay? Like it, Here, here's what I'll say. It is um, strange. Can we say that? Like, it is strange. It's strange. Cause here's what I'll say. 
I know it's only been, from what I could gather from the episode, it's only been a year since he passed. So I understand that you're still kind of in the, somewhat in the beginning stages of, of grief. And I get that. Right. Especially it's when it's your fresh. father and your husband. And I understand that. Right. Okay. So we just had to take a quick ton of ton of break. So I'm going to try and go back to where I was talking about the kids and the potential uh, uh, trauma. So, <laughs> so my initial thought when I saw the box and them kissing the box was this isn't proper. You have to grieve properly. You have to make sure they understand Yes, daddy's always with them, no matter what. He is watching you, if that's your belief. And I I get that. Like, what's going to happen now is you're going to get these kids attached to the damn box. I'm sorry. And then they've already lost dad. And then when it's time to say goodbye to the box, it's like losing dad again. That's how I would feel if I were a kid. And I do have kids. And I can't imagine, knock on wood. But like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm seeing. She's not dealing with the grieving. And now she's not helping the kids with that either. Mm-hmm. And this is not going to be sustainable for them to keep traveling with the box, sleeping with the box, whatever, whatever. Do do I think they should still have it? Yes. But put it yeah. somewhere stationary. Go visit dad. This is dad's area. Go see dad. Yeah. Go talk to dad. Kiss dad. Do whatever. But to just, you know, sort of have it around like that, like constantly and you know, it's it's a bit much, especially after a year. I don't know. It's not that long, but it's still long enough where you, uh, I don't think yeah. it's healthy to continue to interact with with the box the, with the box of dead. I I don't I don't. I mean, yeah. And again, if this is something that you want to do, if you don't want to spread the ashes somewhere, you want yeah. somewhere designated that you can go to and visit. And I'm only coming from this perspective. I was fortunate enough to know my great-grandparents growing up. Not a lot of people have that, but I did. And we buried their ashes. So there is a place that if you want to go and you want to visit them, we can go to them and visit them. Right. And, and you still have a separation, but you know that there's somewhere you can go. Right, And I know they're probably not there yet. And that is a decision they'll make in the future. Yeah. But I just, I, w- I do worry about the children's proper grieving process right. when they're this young and don't fully understand and grasp. Because when you have your youngest child saying to you, well, when's daddy coming back from heaven? And then you have this box (laughs) they're kissing and hugging it's like yeah I don't I don't know I I I get that everyone grieves differently and that when you're thrown into the situation you probably have no clue how to handle it yeah and I do get that but I worry yeah definitely so then we find out that she really likes to watch YouTube videos so do I. I like watching dog videos. And <laughs> you know, me too. As much as well for cats, as much as I don't like cats, They're I can hilarious. watch a cat video. I don't know why. It's so entertaining. <laughs> like keep up with cats, but anyways. <laughs> Sorry for the cat people. <laughs> um so she's watching a live stream 
competition that her friend is doing. I don't know what this is. And she sees that this guy is messaging a lot and kind of making these funny remarks. And then they take it aside and they start chatting on their own. And this is when a new relationship is starting to form between her and this guy named Radvin, who's 26 years old and lives in, I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to probably butcher this name, Bucharest, Romania. I think I did good. Yeah. Or just say he, Romania. He we lives can, in Romania. Romania. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. He lives in Romania. He's a model, singer, and a social media entertainer. And my one thought is, he's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> really hot. Like, really? You think so? I, he's, here's what I'll say. He's not my type. Right. Um. But you he's can appreciate the, that he's a good looking yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I enjoy looking at you. Right. I, about, I don't go for the heart abs thing. But, right. you know, I'm, I'm more. I, I do think his body's better than his face. So that's yes. just me. Like that scene where he was on, he was at a playground and he was on that little springy horse. Yeah. Thing. yeah. He looked, he did not look, he did not look good there. Like Maybe his head, I don't know. In different scenes, his head looks different to me. I don't know. It's it's just so weird. But anyway, um, yeah. So let's just say he's good looking. He's right? good looking. He got um, abs, six pack, the whole, the whole deal. The whole so thing. What's not to love there? <laughs> and they've been together for four months, right? And she mentions that she feels guilty. And starts talking about the fact that, you know, it hasn't been very long since her husband passed. It feels like maybe she's going quickly. But at the same time, she, you know, wants to find love again. She wants someone for her children, a, a father figure for her children. And, you know, but she just feels guilty all around. Right. Again, she also did mention that her husband said that he wanted her to find someone yes she does mention right. that, that as well that he which i get like yeah i i would probably do the same thing but uh i don't again i don't know how to handle the fact that it's only been a year yeah. and she's well, already jumping well, into something it would have been what then six months oh no it's eight months yeah that's because if, if they've been dating for four it's only it was only eight months since they started talking after that they right? started talking it's yeah. kind of quick yeah. Um, if we were talking about a true crime situation, this would be a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know. I I I don't know how I'd handle a situation like that. Right. If God forbid that were to happen to me, mm-hmm. I don't know how to handle a situation. So I mean, good luck. Yeah. I mean, again, everybody grieves differently. Yeah, And, you know, you can't plan when you find somebody who you love or you have interest in. You can't plan those things. Um, But at the same time, my my main issue is that she's clearly not dealing with the whole grieving process, because every time, you know, when she talks about her late husband, you know, she is emotional about it and you can tell it's still raw for her. So it's Mm -hmm. like, how how are you moving on to a brand new relationship and carrying that when you haven't dealt with it? You know, I'm not saying you're ever going to get over it or whatever, but you should be able to cope and get to a place where 
you're even at peace to some degree to where you can have a conversation or say something about your husband without just maybe breaking down. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, that's, that's just my issue with it. And yeah, I, I still feel eight months is quick, you know? So, I mean, she did deal with a traumatic situation and I am going to go into a little therapy talk here because I am an advocate for it, Mm -hmm. that when you deal with trauma, you do have to deal with the trauma and dealing with the trauma isn't jumping into another relationship, right? You have to be able to grieve and go through that process on your own and for your children so that you're able to give a hundred percent of yourself to somebody else. And I think unfortunately she not just based on the fact, like you said, she is crying and breaking down and when she talks about him. Right. Anyway, so on to the next scene. We see that she is going to get a spring tan. So she can look all pretty and nice for, for Rasvin. Right. Um, so we're at the actual place now, and she's getting ready to do the spray tan, and the woman starts t- uh, spraying her. Can someone please explain to me why she's spraying her in an open office room? <laughs> I did wonder that because I watched an episode of Friends like way back in the day and yeah. Ross was getting a tan and he was yeah, in like a little remember, yeah. cubicle thing yeah and like it was so I imagine that's what tanning would be like or they're in like this tanning bed and they yeah. like a coffin and then they close the lid on them and they tan that way kind of thing yeah I, I mean thought, there's that there's yeah. the tanning bed and again yeah. I'm gonna go back to the Jersey Shore aspect of things I have seen enough of these people get tanned <laughs> That the laundry baby. (laughs) Yeah. So you're like, you had like Polly D that did the tanning bed, and he actually had a tanning bed in his house and probably still does. (laughs) And then you had some of the other people who would go into like the shower type thing. Yeah. And the spraying was automatic. Yes. That's the same thing in the Friends episode. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't this person with a spray tan gun and spraying you. And I'm thinking to myself, why why and not only that but why are you spraying the spray is going to get on the walls and you're just (laughs) spraying her no because the reason why there's actually a human person spraying this woman right now is so that we can talk about why she's getting spray tanned and that she's getting spray tanned for her her new boyfriend right this is just all production at the end of the day but i'm just like someone's gonna have to clean those walls because (laughs) the evidence is there she risked it all to be to make an appearance on B90, that lady. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope she got like paid. I mean, th- she got some publicity. Someone's gonna go to there and be like, this is where that girl got tanned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so s- her sister, whose name I didn't catch, um <laughs> basically says, You don't have to go. You could just stay. And um, and again, mentions, as we've said, like it hasn't been very long right. since, you know, Jason passed. And we then start to find out that they have broken up. Her and Rasvin have broken up a few times because of his social media. Right. And that he's a flirt. And so, yeah, it says that they broke up on social media because um she saw him doing a live stream when i guess he would have thought she would have been sleeping 
And I was very confused by this, but says that he asked a woman to go into the bath with her clothes on. And right. To join, I think to join his live while he was also in the shower and maybe she was in the shower, but they're not together in the shower. I think he invited her on to his live and yeah. yeah, And she was showering with a t-shirt on, but no bra underneath. So you could see her goodies. Okay. I think that's that's what I picked up from it. It was it's it's a little bit fuzzy there. Yeah, but very weird. Point is, she was not asleep. No, she was not asleep. No, and she caught it and she dumped his ass. I guess, right? Yeah, but at the same time, kind of like you said, like you know what he does, right? And clearly, he's this quote unquote entertainer, and you're getting upset because he did a live with a woman who wasn't even in the same vicinity as him right it just that just goes again to show her insecurities yeah and maybe she isn't fully ready for this right and she did also comment that she told him that she's not jealous but she is and he knows that so it's like ma'am you're grown you are a 31 year old woman Right. Don't tell a man I'm not jealous when you actually are jealous because right. your true colors are going to show itself. Right. Be honest and upfront and tell him, like, listen, I don't tolerate this shit. But also the manner in which you met him, come on. That's yeah. that's how do you think other women aren't lusting after him? That's that's his brand on social media. He does thirst yeah. traps, as the kids say. Yes, he is a thirst right? trap. Right, exactly. So, like, if he's taking a nice shower and girls are in his comments or whatever, whatever, you know, I would only dump him if he's entertaining all these women or something like that. He's a womanizer or whatever, but not because I wouldn't fault him for doing what he does. That's his brand. That's how you met him. And you were also intrigued by this because that's how you met him. Like, I don't exactly, I don't understand the issue here. It's not like he started acting brand new when you met him, like, this was him. It gives me very BGL and Usman vibes. You know how that's how she was with him too. Yeah. It's like you know what you're getting into. Just because he wrote a song for you doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, so I go there for you. Anything oh, you want, I go there for you, Gil. <laughs> full disclosure, guys. I'm lucky like that song. <laughs> no. I'm the idiot that went on Spotify and found a stupid Zara song and then found other songs. And I'm like, you went down a rabbit hole and you're like, actually actually bops. He's after there's are actually bops. And, but the one song that I refuse is that song. I can't do it. I can't do it. That's the only one I know and I'm sticking to it. Oh, oh my God. Anyways. So she's hoping if all goes good, he will propose. Mm-hmm. How long is her trip to Romania? Like, how long is she? Three staying? weeks. Three weeks. Oh, wow. And she did express as well. That's her first time leaving her kids since the mm-hmm. passing. So, yes, as a as a mom, a mom of two girls, I. It's not that I have an issue with it. It's just that I would have a very hard time leaving my kids mm-hmm. knowing that they've recently lost their dad. It's just like, I'm not taking flights. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere by myself. I I just, 
I just don't see myself. Again, it's different for everybody. Everybody grieves differently. We've said this a bunch of times. But like personally, I couldn't see myself leaving my kids knowing that they've lost their dad and I'm going all the way across the fucking world. Do you know what I mean? For three yeah. weeks of that. Like it's it's she's 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 a brave heart. She's she's going good. for it, you know. Good. All power to her. And she's um, a beautiful girl. There's no locals. Yeah. There's no locals at the grocery store we can find for Amanda. You have all of Louisiana. You've got Baton Rouge. I mean, I don't know where Baton Rouge is in, in <laughs> comparison to Eunice, but then right. you have Nola. Right. Which I mean, I get that's not the greatest place either. You've got piss on Bourbon Street and ghosties at night. I get that, but there's gotta be somebody. Yeah. You could buy them Jovies of the world. Come on. Yeah, you're, you're in the same state. It's fine. Oh my goodness! Find someone who wants to go to the strip club, right? Exactly. <laughs> but the the point I'm trying to make is, God forbid, if something were to happen to you too, what becomes of the kids, right? So yeah. that's just that's just where my head is at initially. When I was like, she's going where for how long? Okay, okay. I, don't, uh, I mean, so, I don't. You know, I don't get it. Yeah. Um. So the next scene we kind of find out that Razvin has has talked to the kids but she hasn't told the kids that they're actually together okay so i'm going to go into my other problem now right it is the reason she says that she hasn't told them is because she in case they break up she doesn't want another person another man to leave her children's lives. Right. Ma'am. If you break up, they are still losing another man. Because you have already introduced them. Right. As a quote unquote friend. Exactly. That they have grown attached to. And clearly degree. they're very familiar with him because yes. you know, the one of her, her kids asked even in the car ride to the airport, are you going to sleep in his bed? Now, why would he make Which, that comment if you didn't introduce them like that or they're yes. not comfortable or have that familiarity with this guy? You yes. know what I mean? Like, what what are you doing, ma'am? And in her words to her sister, I was like, where did that come from? Mm. They have to have some, because let me tell you, children are very smart. Right. They, they are aware. Things. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are aware of what's going on around them. Where they're not dummies. We were all children at some point. Think back mm-hmm. to when you were a child. Were you aware about oh, certain yeah. things? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's there's a reason why your son is asking that question. And but at the end of the day, it's again, you. And again, I'm not a mother, but if I were a mother and I have been raised by a single mother, that. If you are unsure about somebody, you don't introduce them to your children. At you all. give that time, come up with some timeline and say, okay, I'm not going to introduce my children to another man until this time or whatever the case right. may be. I know for a fact my mom never introduced a man into my life until she was well into something with the person and felt somewhat confident to introduce a man into my life and my mom's a smart woman so it's like you have to be careful and i understand this is all new for her you you gotta be careful 
Um, so, yeah. So then she is video chatting Rosvin. And we're talking again about her jealousy. And, you know, it's coming out when he does these jobs. And we see this very Fifty Shades of Grey type trailer mm-hmm. where you have, like, she's blindfolded and there's the scene with ice and if you've watched the first movie there's literally a scene with ice and i'm like okay let's steal from from that and she says i didn't like it i didn't like it (laughs) and she doesn't like his social media because on the social media again there's a lot of women and i'm sure there's some gay men in there too (laughs) <laughs> at the end of the day this is the brand that he's trying to go for so he has a lot of women on his social media and i'm just like again you know the kind of men that you're kind of being with here like like we said earlier he is a thirst trap <laughs> um <laughs> so then they start talking about his role in the children's lives and he kind of says, oh, I want to be like, be able to have fun with them and blah, blah, blah. And she says to him, like, there's more to being a father figure than just playing with them. Like, you have to be able to be a proper role model. And he understands that. And what I thought was very smart of him was the fact that he does not want to replace their father because he is not their father, but he is fine with being like a friend, someone that they can go to and you know shoot the show with yeah which i think yeah, like that he said that that, yeah. that shows his maturity to that yes yeah um and then we see her going to the airport her sister is taking her again the one that i didn't catch the name of um and before she goes she gives them a gift her children a gift that they can have um, while she's gone, like teddy bears. And what I thought was so sweet was these puzzle piece necklaces that mm-hmm. fit together. I thought that was very, yeah, very cute. That was really cute. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of all I have to say about that. Um, and as we mentioned before, uh, very briefly, her son on the way to the airport asks if you're going to sleep in the same bed with Rosvin. And she laughs and she says, I'm going to be sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. If you have a man that, that looks spray like tan that, gonna rub off on that couch, the hell you are. <laughs> well, the spray tan's going to rub off on him because she is not sleeping on the couch. Um, so now we're with, you know, I'm so excited. I'm not, I'm not excited for him. I'm just excited for the chaos that is. About to ensue. Hurricane Jasmine. I'm so excited. Oh my God. Hurricane Jasmine. (laughs) I love that. Yay. Um, So we're in a hair salon. (laughs) And first thought is, why is Gino in a hair salon? (laughs) And so when I first watched the episode, because I I watched the episode twice. When I watched the, the first time, I actually missed this part. And my mom filled me in and she's like, so Gina was at a hair salon. I'm like, why? <laughs> why was he there? Yep. 
He has no hair. Wait, he has a little patch of hair as we saw last season. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish we could insert clips like on this somehow. That would be amazing. But oh. that scene will go down in history. Along history. With, get the what is it? Get the bag with the get makeup in it. <laughs> get the bag with the makeup in it. <laughs> If you know, you know, if you've been following 90 Day Fiance, you will get that reference. Oh, and Pisa is the OG. She'll oh, go down my hands. She's amazing. That was a great scene. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and so he is getting weave for Jasmine. And again, my initial thought is, my girl, you have beautiful hair. Why right. do you need a weave? But to each their own. Um, so he asks how much the the hair costs. That one pound of box of hair. Bundles. The bundles of hair. $320. Listen, is that in America? Is that that's, US? That's US. That's US dollars. Okay. So you know it, what? It might sound expensive, but it's not. People are spending thousands of dollars on like human hair yes but that's the thing it's actually not crazy because it is pure human hair yeah so it is going to be expensive i'm just fortunate that i have hair on top of my head (laughs) me too i got my own Um, yes (laughs) (laughs) so i wrote the hair people broke gito because his face was like Come again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when he finds out that Gino, one box of hair isn't gonna be enough, that you need to have five. Right. Did you see the text the message she sent him though? I wrote them down. <laughs> I wrote I paused and wrote them down. Because as we if we if the math is math in everybody, that's gonna cost about sixteen hundred dollars. That does not include tax. Right. Um so He's trying to get out of buying all five and says, maybe I can just get her one as a sample. <laughs> Why does she need a sample? <laughs> I mean, as a guy, as a person with no hair, why are you sending? <laughs> he doesn't have the prerequisite to buy the hair. <laughs> you need hair to buy hair. <laughs> um. And so she texts, guys, like I said, I wrote it down. So here I go. I need them all. Need in capital letters with an exclamation mark at the end. The second one. Um, oh, sorry. That's actually what the second text. The first text was, I don't do shit with one sample. <laughs> then her third one. End of conversation. Wow. That gives me the vibes of last season of evidence report. (laughs) Yeah. So we see a quick scene from the previous uh, season. And I forgot when she used to call him. I don't know if she still calls him this, but she used to call him Gringo Bonito. (laughs) Yeah. My beautiful gringo. <laughs> no, he's not beautiful, but he is a gringo. So <laughs> she got it halfway right. Halfway right. I mean, yeah. it works for him. And then 
they they um show the other scene those are nudes favorite <laughs> scene which we've already talked about very briefly but that is literally my favorite scene oh i'll do anything yeah. to see that again i probably yeah. will need to <laughs> and and again I, I this is the jokes of the michigan accent panama panama he doesn't say <laughs> panama he says panama which i can't say panama the same <laughs> um Anyway, so we see him packing what he classifies as better shirts. What? Those aren't better shirts. They still look crappy. There's, <laughs> there's these weird designs and uh, sure. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, sir, they are still <laughs> ugly. <laughs> um, but he does have better hats, as we mentioned. are they though (laughs) it's better than the dirty ugly caps he has i mean i think the best way to maybe fix up the caps is to just throw them into a washing machine it might help (laughs) they might come out a different color who knows um so now we're in panama city with jasmine and she is getting what I guess you would consider day surgery. She is going to be renewing her vajayjay mm-hmm. because she wants to be a virgin again. Right. Guys, this shit doesn't work. Please don't do this. <laughs> please, please I wouldn't know. I, I I wouldn't know. I've... I don't need it. Yeah. Okay. Subtle, okay. subtle brag. Subtle brag. Subtle brag. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... During the process, the doctor says to her, and I quote, the gap is not as wide as you told me. (laughs) I'm like, what? Yeah. I didn't ask for this. Yeah. (laughs) They could have skipped right over the scene. I don't have no interest in any of this. (laughs) Because then she proceeds to say, does it smell bad? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. This surgery isn't going to help if it does. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, so she then says, and this is very much in line with the tell-all when she said, I just want your meat <laughs> because I am forever scarred and it's happening again yeah. because she says, Gino never ejaculates. And I wrote, Gino could take some tips from Nick Cannon, the master ejaculator. (laughs) Ejaculator. (laughs) Reference our second episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm just like, oh God, I I don't need to know that instead of him just doing what men do and ejaculating everywhere, (laughs) he... (laughs) has to go into the bathroom and masturbate by himself that's very telling that that is if that isn't an insult ladies i don't know what is if my man told me listen my man is trapped until the deed is completed he's not going into the bathroom like there's just it gives me it gives me vibes and i don't know if you know this reference or anyone else knows this reference 
But did you ever watch the show, The Game? I've seen some episodes. So there's an episode with Derwin and med school. That's what I remember her as, Melanie, Mm -hmm. where they, this was after they had broken up and they were trying to get back together. And he would pretend that he did it, but then go into the shower and finish doing it. Gave me that, gave me those vibes. And I'm like, it didn't go good for Derwin either. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Listen, the- if my man's going to the washroom, we're going to the washroom. Yeah. What are we finishing up in there? Or like what's what going on? Happening? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's very strange. But um, do you buy his story though? Do you buy that he can't finish because of their arguments and their fights? And he's just I guess not in the headspace or he doesn't desire her anymore or whatever he said. I mean- I have heard some of some men who who have issues if they are fighting a lot like that, and he is worried. But in the moment, sir, you're not arguing; you're right. squashing the issues, right? Even if it is for a few minutes. So I, I I think if we go back to the previous season where we saw these little blue blue pills that he ordered on Amazon, um, that uh, maybe there's something else going on that uh, he needs to deal with. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds it sounds like it could possibly be a him problem and not this excuse. But then he yeah. also makes reference to her not taking accountability. And I was just like, but she's hot and she's lying there. <laughs> like, yeah. Her. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe yes, yeah, she's take accountability, but at the same time, it's just like anyways. So then she starts, my God, listing off things that she does to help him get in the mood. Including, oh God, but not limited to, <laughs> but not limited to <laughs> fingering his butthole. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I can't. I have about lost it because listen, I, I, I love my boyfriend with all of my heart and I plan to spend the rest of my life with him. I am not sticking my fingers in his butthole. <laughs> Babe, did you hear that? It's not happening. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Uh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My broke down. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. This is I mean, if I'm trying to s- stimulate my man's and get him interested, I'm I'm not doing that either. No. This I is mean, very interesting. I understand that that is where the male G spot is. I don't give a shit. Oh, is that? <laughs> Yeah. See, I'm learning some shit. Two kids deep, and I'm still learning. <laughs> wow. It's not happening. It's not happening. Um, yeah. So I, I said, this poor doctor, because she is saying everything to the doctor who just, who just performed her procedure. He doesn't care. He's performing the procedure, pay the man, and leave. Right. <laughs> and, he, and he says, this is not the kind of conversation I usually have with my patients. <laughs> usually if you go with with your girlfriends, you hang out and have these conversations. Right. Um, and she says, I've never had an issue with men finishing. Mm-hmm. Gino is the only weird one. <laughs> well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're back with Gino and he tells us he's working again. Congrats. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but she's upset that she can't talk to him more. Well, yeah, because he was not working during COVID like a lot of people were. Now he, things have gone back to normal. Things People are able to get their jobs and whatever. So, yes, he has to pay attention to his job. Um, so he and can buy you bundles, girl. Okay. $1,600 worth of hair. Right. Yeah. Um, so now they're on video chat and they're talking. And she asked about the visa process and what's going on there. He says no change, uh, but soon, you know, maybe in a, in a month. She's not happy and says to him, stop telling me this shit because it stresses me out. She's constantly having to move. Um, and because she thinks that I'll be in America at this time, but then no, I have to move and find another place to go live in. And, and then she says, you need to find another apartment for me. I know exactly where I want to go. It's in a very exclusive area. It's a two bedroom apartment and it's $3,000 a month. Wow. And he said, well, why can't we get like one bedroom? And she says, well, you know, my oh. sister's living with me. So we need to have two bedrooms and we need yeah. to have privacy because sir, you have problems ejaculating. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and he's like, well, I think she actually says, cause you don't finish. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't tell, <laughs> you don't tell this on national TV. That I know. Did you see his face? He, he was definitely caught off guard. He was more concerned that she said this on live TV than the fact that this woman just <laughs> it's said, actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> now the whole world knows I can't finish. <laughs> In his defense, he just can't finish with her. Okay. I Goes bet he can't ways. finish with anybody. Sorry. Maybe Sorry. I just have an issue, but anyways. <laughs> um, so then we're back with Jasmine and she is meeting a friend whose name, well, she says Dan, but it's spelled Dane. So I don't know if it's Dane or Dan. We're just going to call him Dane Dan, whatever. (laughs) You caught his his name, but you couldn't get sister's sister's name. Well, the reason I caught his name. Oh, why is is that? Tell. Because she tells, we'll get there. We're going to slowly get there. But she tells him, I just moved into your building. And he says, oh, we're neighbors now. We can cook together. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay. And then we find out that Dane Dan isn't just <laughs> any friend. They used to date. He's an ex. He's an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And this is how she found out about the apartment. Yep. And Gino doesn't know. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose it. She says that it didn't work with Dane Dan because because there was no chaos or passion. Yeah. And I'm just like, and there we go. You need the chaos. Yeah. I don't care about the passion so much, but you need the chaos. Yeah. And that's where we get Hurricane Jasmine. Um, So then she tells Dane Dan about the fact that Gino sent the news to his ex-girlfriend. And then we also then find out that she has been banned from teaching because of this. Yeah. 
And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then I'm just like, this poor woman now can't work. So no wonder she's like, she's resentful towards Gino. Yeah, and that's why she's acting like she is and saying, "Buy me sixteen hundred dollars of hair, and get me a three thousand dollars a month apartment, and And get me the red bag with my makeup in it." Yeah, you made me lose my job, so you need to pay me now. You know, bitch, but I have my money, right? (laughs) Pay me what (laughs) you want, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so. But it's not like if she had her job anyways that she would be buying herself all these things. Would she would she be in a three thousand dollar apartment with her no. sister? Would no. she be buying sixteen hundred dollars? No, she wouldn't. So no. to hold him, you know, accountable like that is just it's kind of a bit much. But like you said, she's funny and this is <laughs> yes, definitely funny. So now we're with Riley. He's 48 years old mm-hmm. and he lives in Strodeburg, Pennsylvania. He is originally from Jamaica, New York, Jamaica, Queens, I think is how they refer to it. Yeah. Um, so we find out that he has a huge jazz collection that he is rebuilding. He used to have 20,000 albums. But lost all of that in a house fire. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, So he then talks about the fact that he wasn't popular in school as a kid. um, Because for whatever reason, people made fun of him, whatever. And his outlet was music. I totally get that. Music is my escape. So I totally get it. So then he then says he has a collection of Elton John albums. He has every single Elton John album. And then the producer has the audacity to ask him why. And he, (laughs) as he is saying it, I'm saying it too. Because it's Elton John, you swine. (laughs) You swine. You unaltered. (laughs) person like it's uh, elton john right you may not know all the words to his music but you know the music right anyways it was just so bad i'm like you're dumb um (laughs) so he goes on to say that he sees colors when he listens to jazz music and i thought that's so interesting because it reminded me of that more recent Pixar movie called Soul, where it was the same thing. He would, when he would play jazz music, he would see the colors. And I'm like, fascinated by this. I want to see colors when I listen to jazz, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he was in various relationships. He had one serious relationship. I don't think he mentioned how long he was with her, but he goes to her apartment, is knock, knock, knocking on the door, and she's not answering. I guess eventually she did get in, or he did get in, and said he just knew something was up, goes straight to the bedroom, and in, you know, true fashion of, I can't mention him again. We mentioned him in another episode, but do you remember that R. Kelly thing 
was it called trapped in the closet or something trapped like in that? the closet yeah yeah he yeah. gave me the, the you know he, just in true fashion of trapped in the closet he finds a man in her closet yeah and he knows this man yeah he, he introduced them he introduced them. yeah that'll do it that is some shit yeah um so then he meets uh another woman and it was going really good he feels like he's ready to marry her puts a ring on layaway and she's like oh i gotta go to philly and <laughs> you know get something she never. We're out of came. milk. I'll I'll be right back. I'm just gonna go next door to Philly real quick and get some milk. <laughs> some, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl. She never came back. She ghosted him. They. She said that they did talk and she gave her reasonings, but said didn't understand the reasons and blah blah blah. And she essentially ghosted him. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. You couldn't just tell him I don't like you no more. <laughs> yeah. But also at one point, sir. Is it not a you problem? Yeah, isn't aren't you the? I'm not saying like everybody that gets cheated on deserves it or whatever. Yeah, you know, you did something to make that happen. Yeah, but like somebody ghosted you right after, so somewhat you're two for two, sir. Like something's going on here. Yeah, something. Yeah. So he said he was in a really dark place. He's really lonely, and he goes on a Vietnamese dating app. And there he meets Violet. She's 43 years old. And he refers to Violet as the sweetest jerk. Why are you calling her the sweetest jerk? Because nothing you said after the fact warrants you calling her a jerk. I'm so confused by him. I guess that's just how they are together. It makes sense because we're going to get to it. Yeah. (laughs) um so then we see him video calling her and they are talking about you know are you excited that i'm coming and blah 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 and he then says because she says to him oh you love me and blah 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 and he says i'm not saying that so we find out he refuses to say i love you because every time he says i love you someone leaves him right Maybe it's not the fact that you're saying it. Maybe maybe you're saying it too soon. I don't know. But anyways. Um, and instead of saying I love you, they have started sticking their middle fingers at each other. Because apparently in Vietnam, when women say something, they actually mean the opposite. Right. What's the opposite of a middle finger? I don't know. I, love I you. guess it's I love you. Yeah. Fuck you, I love you. I- yeah, yeah. That's hey. not health. That's not healthy. If they, if they <laughs> like it, I love it. Like this is this is gold. <laughs> he he says it's cute. And I say it's not cute. <laughs> uh, so next scene with them, um, he is going to a Juneteenth celebration, which that's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um so he is going to this thing that his friends are organizing. His friend Sean, who he's known for some time, and his wife, uh, what was her name? Tiffany. So they talk about the fact that he met Violet a week after the ghosting girlfriend. 
whoa. Wow. That's, we were talking about poor Amanda being. Taken. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they ask him whether or not he has sent money to Violet. And he said the only thing he has sent was a hundred dollars to her daughter for her 16th birthday. I don't believe him. No, I don't believe him at all. Not. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely exactly. not. <laughs> he feels that he is ready to be a stepfather to these kids. Okay. He says he does love her, but just doesn't want to tell her. Okay. But if you know, you love her, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so he then says, Oh God, the infamous, I have a promise ring. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. But we're going to, we're face. Exactly. We're face. going to Definitely. go back to the OG Darcy, our queen and Jesse, the, the Joker. And, <laughs> and the fact that he did this exact same thing, guys, it didn't end well. Right. You've never loved me. Remember? <laughs> And then the fact that Tom tried the same thing, except it was a key. Oh, it doesn't go good. Can 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 grown men just stop this shit? Like you are forty eight years old, stop it. Yeah, what are you doing? Giving a key, a promise ring, like all these things. Like what? What's happening? Just don't give her nothing. Then. Exactly, her I'd nothing. rather nothing. To be honest, give me a bracelet. Like <laughs> I don't want a ring unless you're proposing to me. Right. Um, so then we find out that there's he doesn't want to propose yet because um, there's a lot of questions he still needs to get answered. And one of those questions being, is she actually divorced? Because apparently when they started talking, he would ask her continuously, are you divorced? Are you divorced? Are you divorced? And she would say yes. Three months into their conversations is when he found out they were actually divorced. Now, here's what I'll say. As a divorced person myself, it's a process, no matter how long the process takes, it's a process. And you don't necessarily, depending on each person's situation, you are separated and you want to start moving on and live your life. And I think at the uh, you know at the same time you can't get mad at her because she was actually separated and maybe not officially divorced. At the end of the day, her relationship with her husband was over. But I can understand. I mean, this, yeah, this is coming from a guy who just got cheated on, right? So Fair. He, he needs reassurance, and that's what I'm going to say. Like I do understand that you don't have to lie about that. Just be honest and say. I'm not legally legally divorced yet, but I am separated. Just be honest. It's it's fine. So now we are with Ty Ray, who is 33 years old and lives in Modesto, California. And we see him playing a ukulele in the park. As we all do at some point. As we all do, yeah. <laughs> and he is literally narr- narrating everyone's movements in the park <laughs> he literally says man in a red shirt walking down the i'm like dude shut up did he say something about somebody's camel toe as well did he i think he did 
Sir. He was like something, something walking down with a camel toe and then he burst out laughing. He's like, just playing. And I was like, what? Did I hear that properly? If this man did this to me, I would punch (laughs) him in the face. Or I would at least say, can you please shut up? This has to be production because I can't. I hope so. (laughs) I hope he actually doesn't do that. And he just, I don't care if you want to play the ukulele in the park, go for it. But um, no. Um. (laughs) So we find out that he is a virgin. He is a 33-year-old virgin. Yeah. He is seven years away from being a 40-year-old virgin. (laughs) Um, So we find out that mom has moved in with him. And they live in a one-bedroom apartment. And she had to move in with him because her health history is that she had a tumor. I think it was in her brain. Right. I could be wrong, but I think it was in her brain. Um, they removed it, but during the surgery, they told her she had a stroke. Right. So you kind of see him like helping her with her motor function and which is great. Uh, yeah. All for it. Um, so we then find out that his dad was murdered when he was four years old. Um his dad was having an argument with a friend and the friend shot him. Yeah. Lots of tragedy and trauma in this season already. Like we're hit like yeah, right off the bat. Amanda and then this and my goodness. Oh, yeah. So we find out that he is dating a woman named Carmela. She is 27 years old and she lives in Barbados. And he goes on to compare her to Cardi B, no Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, right? Two heavy hitters, as we know, body banging, right? And who literally came out with a song, as we all know, what's the song called again? Wait a minute, the one that they did together. Oh, they they came with wet ass. Yeah, where have you been? (laughs) I don't know. Wet ass pussy. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Wop. That's what's called. Get a bucket and a mop. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, all right then. Um. <laughs> so they met on an online dating site, and they have been talking for four years. And he says that the love he feels for her feels like heartburn. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've had heartburn, and I'm sure you have had heartburn. If love yes. feels like heartburn, I don't want it. Absolutely. I want nothing more for it to go away. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even Tom, let me exactly. get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So we find out that, oh God, that they only communicate through Snapchat. They do not video chat. The Red, disappearing app, the app with the, the chats. That that's what, yes, yes. Oh boy. Red flag. Can anyone... Please, please get Neve and Cammy on the scene <laughs> because this is some catfish nonsense. Yep. He can, he goes on to continue. He makes excuses for the reasons why she doesn't want to be a child. Maybe she doesn't like it. Maybe she's just not, maybe she's not. No, she's a catfish. She probably is from Nigeria. Yep. She, I was just going to say that if she's from Nigeria, I'm going to lose my shit. shit. Oh my God. <laughs> And he talks about proposing and 
no, you haven't even seen her face. Like, well, it moving. wouldn't be a proposal. It wouldn't be ninety days if there wasn't a proposal. Let's I get that. So we 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 know we knew it was. He has kept Carmilla a secret from his family. Why? Why have you done that? Are you ashamed? Question mark. Because he, uh, he knows. He knows this ain't. This, this is ain't. nonsense. Yeah. This is- <laughs> so in the next scene, we, you know, when you see a producer on screen, something's about to pop off. Yeah. Why did they do this for Yolanda? Could someone have found out the Williams wasn't real either? Oh my god! Right. Um, got a little ahead of ourselves, but the this we see is uh, on the on screen text that says that production uncovered some information about Carmilla that uh, Ty Ray doesn't know about. So the producers tell Ty Ray that. The person that he is talking to is not the person in the photos. Big surprise. And this is when I started thinking, it's a man, it's a man, it's a man. And guess (laughs) what, guys? It's a man. It's a man. Who probably lived, as we said, in In Nigeria. Nigeria. Now he goes to be exact. (laughs) And he sends her money. He did mention that he sends her money. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, when I saw the text messages and I saw baby be spelled B B Y. Oh boy. That was an indication that this person is African. Yeah. That is not a stereotype. I can say this. I am dating an African man. Wow. <laughs> and I have dated African men in the past. Yeah. So, um, so now we are with David. He's 42 years old and he lives in Omaha, Nebraska. And we're in an arcade. Mm-hmm. And then it gets quiet. And then that's how we know that he is deaf. And I just have to mention this really quickly. I love that Sharp Production does this. They also did this with Love After Lockup as well. For those who watched it, you know who I'm talking about. And it just kind of puts you into their world for a second. And yeah. I do, I appreciate that. And he tells us that he was born fully deaf. And we just see him navigating through his life. Um, he likes to go for walks because he loves the breeze on his face. And and he always has to stay alert because we do see him kind of go past a horse and buggy. And he's so ever so close. Yeah. And you worry of, did, can he, he can see you. Obviously saw, he, he probably saw them, but then just goes for it. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But yeah. Fine. And he says that his family are all hearing mm-hmm. and he found it very difficult to communicate with his family based on that. So he was sent away to a, a deaf school to learn ASL. And he said he loved it there. Those people were family to him. And he was there. He gra- He was there until he graduated when he was 20 years old. The problem with that now is when he went back into the hearing world, it was very difficult and frustrating for him to communicate with people because, as we know, a lot of us don't know how to sign. We don't know ASL. Yeah. And I feel like this is something that schools should offer. Because I felt, I mean, I, I will say I don't know ASL, but I did at least learn some different things that I don't remember. 
Yeah. But I know that it was something that we did see very briefly. He's in a candy store and he's getting candy. And you see him trying to get the attention of the clerk. And the clerk isn't noticing him because we can kind of see that he doesn't, if he can talk, he is not talking. But I think he does say, I don't talk. So I just have to do the gestures and hope that someone sees me. And, you know, I can't really talk to this person because they can't sign or whatever. He's just expressing that it's very hard for him to connect with people on like the basic level. Yeah. Yes. So he also says like he's treated differently. He's made fun of. I, that's horrible. Yeah. Um. So he starts going into the journey of his trying to find love with somebody. And he tells us about a person that he was with for six years who was also deaf. And it ended because she cheated on him. Poor thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But now he is with Sheila, who is 31 years old and lives in the Philippines. They met on Facebook in a group for deaf singles. She was born hearing, but at six years old, she started having problems with her ears, and she now has a hearing aid. And she also has a 12-year-old son, and they have been dating for two years. And then I wrote, I love him. Mm-hmm. Please don't be garbage. Yeah. I love him. Um, so the next scene, we are at a bar and he tells the friend slash bartender uh, about his trip to the Philippines. And um, so they were using like a phone app that he's able to talk out and whatever. And the friend says that he has doubts and Asked, like, are you sending her money? And he said that in the first year of them being together, he never sent any money um, until about a year after their relationship. There was um, her house. Well, she lost her job first due to COVID. And then her house was destroyed in a fire. And then there was a typhoon that hit her house. My God. Oh, boy. Shit comes in threes. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Poor thing. Mm -hmm. So in total, he has sent $3,000 over the last year. And that's kind of where we leave off with him. Um, So hopefully all goes well. So next time on, uh, we see Gino with a whip. No, I want to skip over that. I'm not. (laughs) I'm just not. Um, David and Sheila. It looks like they've had sex because then he says, I'm good with my hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we. Good for also, him, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> get I get it. it. Yeah. We then meet, I think her name is Stater, who says she is into women and she's into women with English accents. Because and who is it is what. She was trying to say, like, there's. I had a huge crush on our Robert Pattinson, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's British. Okay. Um, I'll just stick with Idris, but okay. (laughs) How did I? Yeah, yeah. Have to edit this out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I you mean, said what you said, so we'll, stand on it. We'll <laughs> say our paths was first because I saw him in Harry Potter when I was 17 years old. Okay. So we'll say he was first. Idris will be the last. Anyways, um, and she mentions that she, if all goes well, she's going to plan to live in England. And her girlfriend, Dempsey, doesn't know that yet. Hmm. I mean, okay. Um, so we meet another person. I didn't catch her name, but both her and her boyfriend are devout Catholics. Uh, especially his family seems to be really devout. And they probably will not approve of her. And he says, and I quote, because she's divorced and she's not a virgin. Yep. So that's... Catholics, my God. Yeah. And again, I can say that. Um, Next scene, we see another guy. He looks like a douche. (laughs) Maybe he's not, but he does look... Wait, how many couples are there this season? It It looks like a lot. A lot. Yeah. Like, there's three people we haven't met yet. Three couples we haven't met yet. Like, and we have like about seven people. Um, and he he finds out that his girlfriend is autistic. And we then see another scene where they're fighting and he's going into a cab. So I guess he's leaving. So and then we see Ty Ray is flying to maybe Barbados question mark or maybe Nigeria <laughs> <laughs> to confront, confront this catfish. This man that he's yeah. been talking to. Yeah. Um I wonder I wonder though if Neve will make an appearance because this is his wheelhouse. They should consult him. That would be amazing yeah. to do like a crossover. Oh, that'd be great. Like, that that'd that'd be, would be amazing. Our two collide. I, I love that. Oh, I love catfish. Yeah. Um, and then we see David again going to Sheila's house where they will be staying. And he says, I don't know if I could do this. I'm, I don't, I'm scared to stay here. We're probably going to see a big ass rat come from somewhere. A la Big Ed. Big Pred. <laughs> I was just going to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. Big Pred. Not Ed. Yeah. Um, and then Riley and Violet are fighting. And he leaves and says, then beat it then. Okay. <laughs> Just beat it. Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and then, <laughs> then we see Jasmine freaking out and tells you to come out. <laughs> and that her ex-lover was the best she ever had or something. Like she went yeah she roasted and then gino says very quietly but still gives us a la debbie i'm done (laughs) (laughs) you know what's so funny tots just said boom roasted (laughs) because of the office and we watched the office (laughs) she just went boom roasted because i said roasted Oh my goodness, she's one of us. What have I done? That's she, hilarious. This is it. This is what's happening. So, <laughs> but anyways, that's the end of the episode. Again, thank you guys for listening. Please rate, subscribe on your favorite app if you have Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can also rate us and you can also leave comments and reviews if you want to do that. We'll appreciate that please don't give us bad reviews 
<laughs> Please don't give us a low rating. <laughs> um, but we would appreciate that. Again, you can, uh, if you want to connect with us, talk with us, you can find us on social media. We're at Facebook and Instagram at Reality T times two. All that information will be in our show notes. If you want to email us, our email address is also going to be in the show notes. You by all means can email us and we'll communicate with you. Um, but I think I think that's it. Again, also, if you want to watch us on YouTube, we are on YouTube. Um, I will have the link to our YouTube channel in the show notes as well, if you want to go that route. Uh, is there anything else? You... No, that, that wraps it up. The season looks good. It looks juicy. It does look juicy. And we're going to try our best to make fun of the people who make us sad. <laughs> we're we're going to try. Yeah. But anyways, thank you guys again. Bye. Bye.